Hi everyone and welcome to Bad Work Stories Made Good. My name is Karina Rubik and together with my co-host Emma Matthews, we'll be doing exactly that. In each episode, we're going to take a bad work story from our client work, the media, or even your own bad work story and get some good out of it. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi Emma, what's our bad work story to make good this week? Well, Karina, it's going, we're going to talk about how to finish the year with energy and free attention so that we can celebrate and enjoy the things and people that are dear to us. You know, this is actually an issue that I'm working with uh, a client of mine at the moment. And in previous years, she's worked herself to the bone right up to the last day of work and has gone into the holidays exhausted and then got sick and basically felt terrible for the whole holiday definitely not a recipe for festive cheer. Mm, Not at all. And man, you know, I really resonate with that in my past, you know, reaching the end of the year feeling absolutely fried. Mm. And I can remember a particular time, actually, when I was living in Australia this time, you know, remembering when a friend said, hey, why don't we fly somewhere, you know, like, you know, for, for the holiday break. And I literally could not bring myself to even think of going to airport, let alone spending no. more time on a flight. I was so burnt out. So yeah, yeah. So I so I learned that if we arrive at the end of the year feeling like that, something is definitely not right. No. And holidays are so important. So this is a great question at this time. So the timing is perfect because as of this week, of course, this week um, is Thanksgiving. And mm. um, the, and after this, of course, we're in the countdown to celebrating our own faith-based traditions and um, holiday season and all mm. the additional stress layers that come with yep. that, with family and gift-giving and food preparation and travel, all those things that we add to our plate as well as completing work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I've also in the past too experienced, you know, that that final commute when I was in the corporate world of the year. Uh, you know, I live on a beautiful island and I'd, I'd be mm. on my ferry. You know, it should be a delight to be crossing from the city and away from work and to my island paradise and my family. But, you know, I've been so exhausted and worn out that I wanted to sort of just really be myself um, be quiet, be reflective, and and mm. really, so that I could regain some energy before I stepped into the family circus that goes on. And you know, I'd love to end the year. I really, you know, reflect with ending the year, um, not being in this state, ready to enjoy celebration, and rather than feeling like it's another major project to complete the year. <laughs> so yeah, how do we make this work? Bad work story, good. Good. Well, absolutely. Well, the, the, there is hope at the there is light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. at the end of the oh, year, so they I say. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> show yeah. me the light. Show me the light. <laughs> show me the light. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first thing that comes to mind for me is you know which has been my learning, which is the importance of rest and recovery, and the and it seems to be um, the hard piece is making that or harder piece for some. Um, not for not for everyone is making that a daily practice right mm. so we're not exclusively putting that off to oh you know well I'll take a break when when we have a public holiday or you know when there's a religious holiday you know and I, I've learned this the hard way you know as, as you know in, in your example you know working last minute getting sick 
and and really feeling guilty about not taking the time to work on myself, right, to, to take care of myself. So I think that big change for me was during pandemic time when, you know, taking breaks was vital to a vital strategy to helping me look after my, my mental mental well-being. And, and, of course, for those of you who have been following us, you know, um, if you've had a listen to our Menopause Matters episode, you know that that was a big thing about helping me um, cope with my menopause symptoms. And I think the cor- mm. you know the corporate world you know we as in the corporate world have been really slow to catch on or to really accept this as being legit. Mm. You know that if we look at high performance sports, you know recovery is just part of the business. You yeah. know it's like rest and recovery. It's built into people's schedule. It's as important, if not on as important. And as yeah. we get more into you know, looking after our own bodies. We all know that, you know, recovery days when you're working out, you're whether you're doing yoga sessions yeah. or strength work, you know, recovery sessions are as equally important. So bringing the, those words and that acceptance into our vocab, into our lifestyles is really important, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, yesterday with my client, I was talking about, you know, the really intense moments with her work when, you know, they're in meetings and there's a, you know, like some some big issue that they're dealing with. And, um, you know, everyone is stuck, really. And uh, I talked about, well, you know, why don't you take a break? And yet she feels guilty. Um, you know, I said, well, you know, did you look around the room? How, how was everybody else? And she said, well, Everyone's mm. pretty much the same in the same state. Everyone's so, I know. So I'm like, everyone's going, okay, freaked out. <laughs> that's it's highly productive, right? Well, not really. So how can we reframe this? So I said, well, you know, if you called time out and, and said, let's take a break, you would be not just caring for yourself, but you'd be caring for for them, for the team around you. Um, mm. You'd also be caring and and uh, for the performance. You know what you the work you are actually doing. If you're in a state of complete exhaustion, you are not giving your your best. So um, think about that as well. Mm. And I think, you know, that permission that a leader gives Mm. the rest of the team when you do that, you know, that's a real vulnerable call. You know, that's courageous and vulnerable to say, you know, I'm not coping. And And the thing is, like, it's not the expectation that we have to cope. That's the killer, right? You know, it's like this. What is the fair expectation here, and yeah. how do we how do we change that up in our minds? You know, like give ourselves the permission to have a perspective on that, right? You know, yeah. and I think you've, I've heard you say a great saying about this, Emma. Can you remember yeah. what that yeah, is? Yeah, well, I always say, you know, it's the end of the calendar year. It's yeah, not the end of the world, end of people. The world. <laughs> yeah and um and i was talking over a little bit in there so what emma said was it's the end of the calendar year and not the end of the world yeah and i think that that piece it's like there are going to we're, we're going to have our to-do list tomorrow to, you know in, in january there's going to be new stuff come on your email boss there's more 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 so actually giving ourselves that permission to just go stop Mm. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And I think uh, another thing that comes to mind is giving ourselves the the um, opportunity to complete what we can. Yep. You know, so completion yep. is really, really well. You and I know this. You know, um, yep. completion with teams. You know, like c- 
completing what we know and acknowledging what we know. And something that you know is a favourite tool of mine is, yeah. I'm going to talk about it for just a moment, yeah. is, is Goober. And, um, yeah. you know, anyone follows follows some of the writing I've done, um, you know, the your good, ugly, bad and awesome is, mm. is a favourite. And, and, and this is a great piece you can do with your team. Uh, to actually um, have, and maybe we should put a little link, Emma, in the show notes mm, so people could download idea. this for, for their yes. team. It's a fantastic completion and acknowledgement and celebration piece that yeah. brings things together. And literally what you do as a team is you, you know, you reflect on what's all the good stuff we've done, you know, in the year or the last six months, you choose your time frame. What's all the ugly, you know, stuff that's gone on? See, again, I'm, I'm, I'm choosing not to swear. And what's all, the, what's all the bad stuff? And what's the awesome stuff, you know, amazing stuff that's gone on that you can really, really celebrate? And this, you know, has a really good, you know, feel-good um, piece for the team. It brings mm. things together, allows you to, you know, to make plans to complete stuff that might be the bad or un- unfinished in things. It gives you permission to see all the bad stuff that's going on and that you can look at it and go, you know, how do I, we want to eliminate that for next year. And it's just really good for a good, you know, good dopamine in your body, good energy release, and um, and you know, like yeah, just a really good feel good piece totally. at the end of the year, isn't it? And you can do this good as an individual, back. yeah. Like yep. you know, if you're working, you haven't got a team. This is a great self reflection tool that um, you know both Emma and I use in our coaching as well. And um, yeah, anything you'd like to add to the Goober? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's a really nice wrap up. You know, you do basically, yeah. and we were talking about attention earlier. It helps you to really just yeah, free up attention, get it out, download it. Um, so yeah, I love it as a tool too. Mm. Mm, mm. And I think on a personal note too, you can also add in, um, you know, all the other stuff that you've done. You know, like you know, like walking walking the dog or exercise mm. or a new a new you know like you know whatever you've done with your nutrition or you know it just allows that whole of life you know perspective as well you know and um, and and will set you up for some good stuff as you go into the actual holiday period and and Christmas, which I think we're going to do another episode, aren't we, Emma? We certainly, are. Yeah. Part two yeah. of holidays. Yeah, uh, so we'll drop that in a couple of weeks, just prior to um, to actual holiday time. So mm. that that will have some good stuff in it too. So I think we've got a anything else you'd like to add there? Oh, Emma, yeah. I want to ask like your client, what did you do? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we we talked about um, the team celebration that they're having next week, and um, you know the, how they are going to make it about play. Uh, so rather right. than go to a restaurant and spend, you know, a, a copious amounts of money and drink copious amounts of alcohol, not that we recommend that at all, um, they're going to have a barbecue and oh, play nice, games. Nice. Yeah, they're going to get outside, um, and obviously that's easier for us right here in the in the, in the southern hemisphere where we've got summer oil. It's trying to break through the rain, but um, you know, get it. And, and another thought we had was. Uh, getting to know each other beyond the workplace um, and doing it in a relaxed um, connection way and, you know, sharing each other's passions. Um, It's an exercise we also use in terms of getting to know each other more beyond um, just 
just what we do together in the workplace. So share what what you're going to do over the holidays and and what you really love to do when you are away from work. So mm. yeah. No, it sounds nice. It sounds a very values-based, mm. you know, real, um, you know, authentic, um, you know, way of coming together to celebrate. Yeah. And uh, and potentially your client could also throw a goober in there, you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and do that. And Next then, session. And Next session. I've yeah. already thought, added that to my list. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And for and for those of us sitting in, in Europe as the, as the cold and dark <laughs> and rain descends on us, um, all of that, I'm sure, sounds amazing. And, um, and of course, you know, so for me, what I'm taking away from here is, you know, the celebration, the completion where we can, the, the fair play of values-based expectation. You know, people, it's, it's, it's the season to be generous and kind and please start mm. with yourself. We do not need to be perfect. What we do need to do is, you know, be true to our values. Yeah. And um, and accept, as I, I love that saying, you know, it's not the end of the, it's the end of the calendar year, not the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Be present in the now, right? And, yeah. and the now is getting ready for, for you know, and that piece that you're enjoying right now. So, and we'll expand in part two. Mm. So, so, yeah. A couple of options yes. there to try out, yeah? Yeah, so next time, yeah, we'll you know, we'll enjoy the run up to the end of year and thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Bad Work Stories Made Good with Emma and Karina. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that the perspectives we had shared stimulate your thinking and are a catalyst for your own reflections and actions. If you have a bad work story you would like to share, get in touch at help at badworkstoriesmakegood.com. And if you enjoyed or have some feedback, please leave a review. We appreciate it. Till next time, may all your bad work stories be made good.